From Pennsylvania Avenue to Main Street, Scott Inez tackles the hot topics like only he can. It's time for Inez Says. And welcome to the Inez Says Podcast. Scott Inez with you today. Appreciate you being here. You can check me out on the radio each and every morning, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580 here in Orlando. Outside of Orlando, check me out on the WDBO app. And you can find the podcast most anywhere you get your podcasts, including Spotify, the WDBO app, and WDBO Well, with the Delta variants of the coronavirus now taking hold here in Florida across the nation, I think it's really important that we continue to stay connected with our local officials here on the Inez Says podcast. Today, I catch up with Orange County Mayor Jerry Demings and ask the mayor, among other things, where are we headed in Orange County as this Delta variant continues to make its mark? What we're trying to do is climb out of the hole that we're in right now. And uh, what I tried to do this week was devise a plan of action that would allow us to get there. We know that there are really two ways that we can reduce the spread of the virus in, the, in our community. And that is one, by increasing the rate of those who get vaccinated and two, by wearing our facial covering. So we tried to take some sensible measures without necessarily mandating something that would happen in this community. This community has shown time and time again that when we come together, we always come out better at the end of the day. And so that's what I'm really appealing to all of our residents. Uh, Let us help ourselves so that we don't find ourselves where this uh, virus continues to adversely affect our commerce and other things here within this area. Just this morning, I was um, notified that Advent Health has made another, yet another change in terms of uh, it's a state of affairs there within its hospital systems across Central Florida. Essentially, what Advent Health uh, advised me is that they're now moving to what is called black status. And uh, that uh, is a status in which uh, they defer non-emergency surgeries at the hospital throughout the division. And they're saying that they're taking this action because uh, at this point, they have exceeded uh, the uh, peak uh, number of individuals that were hospitalized in a critical care unit across their systems. And and that's not good news for us because uh, one of the uh, litmus tests for me throughout this pandemic has been uh, that we should not exceed our hospital capacities. And even Orlando Health and some of the other hospitals are telling me that uh, the number of inpatients who are in critical care units have increased significantly within the last uh, couple of weeks. And so that uh, puts us in an untenable situation here within our community. Yeah, Advent Health has not had this many COVID patients since January. Overall, Mayor, how are we doing with hospital beds in Orange County right now? Well, well, we're approaching uh, capacity. Uh, And uh, given some of the uh, projections that we have about New cases, uh, we continue to have 1,000 new reported cases documented in Orange County on a daily basis at this point. And unfortunately, because of the variant, the Delta variant, uh, we are seeing a significant increase. You all have seen all of the information about that in the news, so you know precisely what it is that I'm referring to here. And unfortunately, uh, because uh, it has 
spread now primarily amongst the unvaccinated population. It is also now spreading within the vaccinated population. And that is something that uh, we could not have predicted because of the mutation that has occurred with uh, this particular virus. And, and so we're trying to get in front of it. Uh, I have asked all of our uh, local businesses to consider uh, going back to requiring uh, individuals to wear facial coverings when they're indoors in crowded spaces. And I believe most will step up to the plate and do that. Uh, certainly our largest single site employer in North America, Walt Disney, has announced that they will do that. Uh, and uh, they're well on the way. And I know that many of the other theme parks are doing the same and other employers are doing the same as well. So in order to move the needle, uh, you know, I have mandated that uh, all Orange County employees uh, have to get vaccinated. Uh, with, they have to have at least the first uh, dose by uh, the end of August and the second dose by the end of September. And uh, that helps us move the needle internally because uh, we are public servants and we uh, have to continue responding to uh, the normal needs of our community, but certainly to the crisis needs of our community. Uh, in addition, we've gone back to requiring inside of county facilities uh, the wearing of facial coverings, and all of that is uh, done to lead by example to hopefully get others to follow us. And we know that in the public sector, there are a number of other governmental units uh, doing the same thing. The entire state of Florida, is now in the high-risk category for transmission according to the Centers for Disease Control. So there's no question that we must do something different in order to ensure consumer confidence and wanting to come here and to visit and to patronize our businesses. And so what I'm simply saying here is that if we take these actions, we're able to keep our businesses open, we're able to keep our economy churning, and that takes all of us pulling together in order to do that. Uh, we are speaking with Orange County Mayor Jerry Demings here on WDBO. President Biden yesterday, mayor urging local governments to give out the 100 bucks to newly vaccinated Americans as part of this rescue plan. Um, I know you've been frustrated at the vax rate kind of leveling out here in Orange County. Are we going to do that here in Orange County? Give out 100 bucks to everybody who gets vaccinated here recently, Mayor? Well, there's some good news here in our community uh, in the midst of the bad news. The mm -hmm. good news is that within the last couple of weeks, the rate of those getting vaccinated in our community has increased. Uh, two, three weeks ago, we were seeing uh, individuals uh, getting their first dose uh, representing uh, anywhere from uh, 30 to 40 percent of our population. Uh, now, the individuals who are getting their getting vaccinated now each day it's 60 to 70 percent of them who are getting uh, their first dose. So we have uh, essentially doubled uh, the number of individuals who are getting vaccinated. So they are listening. Mm -hmm. And I, I have to tell you, yesterday I attended a funeral of one of my correctional officers who unfortunately had contracted the virus uh, and spent about a week in the hospital and died. I have several of our other uh, county employees who are in critical care units this week who are intubated. They're unconscious, so they're very ill. And so I know that this is a very real thing to, uh, to all of us here within this community. And so, again, uh, what we're trying to do here is to decrease the spread of the virus within our community. And so if you have not gotten vaccinated, I really implore you to uh, seek out some medical advice from your personal physician and 
And in most cases, I, you know, unless there's some pre-existing condition, your physician is going to tell you you're far better off getting vaccinated than not getting vaccinated, especially during the current times that we're living through. School is right around the corner here, Mayor, over two weeks away in Orange County. I know so many parents, they're wondering, OK, what, what what's going on here? Like, am I going to have to keep my kid home again? Do I send them to school? If so, do I send them with mask on? I mean, here we are. Right around the bend, um, are, are kids going to have to mask up again? What What are your thoughts about that? Well, the way it works here in Florida is the uh, Commission of Education gives direction to all of our local public school districts. And then the local school boards have authority to set mm-hmm. and establish policy for their students. Uh, I believe that given uh, the fact that school will be opening up here soon, the schools are going to have to uh, take a look at the current data and make some tough decisions. Of course, most of our children who attend our schools uh, are not eligible today to uh, get the vaccine if they're under the age of 12 years old. Uh, So only those 12 and above can get the vaccine. So we know that the fastest growing demographic today that is getting sick, uh, that is being hospitalized, is is younger people now. And that is because the majority of the seniors, uh, over 80 plus percent of the seniors have already gotten vaccinated. So they're at that herd immunity level. However, the 15 to 34 year olds, uh, the numbers are, are increasing significantly within that group. And for those younger students, uh, the challenge here is that they too can get uh, the virus and um, they potentially can spread it uh, to others. And so from the school district's perspective, the, their employees uh, and others uh, within the district, uh, it is going to be very concerning, I know, to them uh, to make some tough decisions here coming up. The health experts are telling me that they are very, very concerned about the opening of school coming up here and what that means uh, for us as we continue to fight the virus. We know that we have a precursor that we look at here within the community. We look at our wastewater analyses, and we know that there's an abundance of the the variant here within our community. And usually that gives us about a two-week advance notice. So uh, what I'm saying here is they're likely – the number of individuals who are going to be hospitalized is going to increase within the next couple of weeks. Uh, more than likely, based on what Dr. Pino and the Department of Health are telling me, is that we're going to see a bump in the number of individuals who die. We're going to see a bump in the number of individuals who get hospitalized. So now is the time again for us to re- remember that this is a serious situation that we have. We're not unique. Uh, 90% of all communities across America, according to the CDC, are seeing a rise. 35% of all counties in the nation are at the high-risk level. And so the entire state of Florida is at high risk now. And so we have to uh, take some action. And I I really depend on some of our state leadership uh, to help with this process. But I got to be honest, uh, I haven't seen a lot of leadership coming out to address this specific uh, situation that we find ourselves in right now. Well, Governor DeSantis has refused to announce any COVID mandates. I know you've been frustrated right that or by that. That that's no secret. Is there any communication right now between your office and the governor's office? Uh, the, the governor doesn't communicate well with those at the local level, and certainly not with me here within this community. We do have good communication with the Florida Department of Emergency Management and uh, the Florida Department of Health. Uh, obviously, the health officer is assigned to the county level, and uh, we have great partnership with Dr. Pino, but I, I wish the communication was better. I wish the, the leadership was better. And so 
I'm going to call it like I see it, uh, because when it comes to uh, protecting lives, protecting the life, health, and welfare of our residents, I'm going to do what I'm supposed to do in this community, because when our residents need help, they call 911, and it is those of us at the local level who respond to those calls and who take care of our citizens, and that's what I'm entrusted to do, and that's what the Board of County Commission is entrusted to do is to provide leadership during these types of situations. And again, thanks to Orange County Mayor Jerry Demings for the chat. That's going to wrap it up on the Inez Says Podcast. Find me on the radio each and every day. Orlando's Morning News on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 585 to 9 AM. Outside of Orlando, check me out on the WDBO app. I'll see you next time. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.